Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing? Hey, Mr. Garlic Clark is here. See, we, we delayed the stream till just after 11-ish. So Mr. Garlic Clark can be right here from the very beginning. And as I type that, I've let Iceman down. I'm, I'm sorry, Iceman, I've let us all down as, as chatbot is not running. Uh, I may have had to do some PC restarts, but we're good. It's loading back up, so give it a few seconds and try again. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark Garlic Clark should work. How are we all doing? Uh, Bibby's mic is live. Fuck's sake. Uh... Let's test. Bibi, say something. <laughs> Bibi's mic should be live now. Uh, and mine should be live too. I heard Bibi talking during the intro. What we were talking about? I can't remember what we were talking about. I'm talking about the, in uh, the countdown... Uh, not the countdown we're doing the the asset stuff asking him i was asking him what video uh software he uses so i can do the same thing so there you go that's what we talk about that kind of stuff we talk about during yeah. the intro is, is about how we can make social media assets for you guys so fill your boots there you go <laughs> uh how are we all doing though good morning something free or something yeah he was talking about da davinci video editing software i'd asked him what video editing software do you know what let me let me see if i can find a way to give you a little bit of a bit behind the scenes can i get a a URL for this image, uh, open image, uh, copy image URL. So let me give you a little bit of an idea of what we're doing. Um, so not that you really need to know this. This is a complete tangent. I've not planned to, uh, to show this whatsoever, and it doesn't really look great as it is. Um, but this is what we were talking about. Ta-da! There you go. It's just a plain screen with a box, a logo, and our URL at the bottom. That's all it is. But that is a transparent background. That is our URL, and that is a box. So when we go live, we're just working on our Instagram assets. So the thing with Ice Cream Uploads, as we mentioned all the time is that we do this on the side so we know what we want to be doing we know what we want to put onto uh, youtube we know what we want to put on instagram and, and all of that sort of stuff but knowing what you want to do and having the time and availability to put it together is obviously two different things anyone that's that's become a streamer will know that you know you start off on a little desk in a corner and then eventually you get a second screen and then you get a keyboard and mouse that's not from windows 95 and then you bet and that's it you kind of build yourself up so we we whilst our stuff looks decent and it sounds good and we're very proud of it we always want to keep moving it forward mm -hmm. so we we're talking about video editing bits there so anyway when we go live we make a youtube thumbnail and post that thumbnail out which is fine but it just means that we have to, one, rush through the thumbnail, and two, post a YouTube thumbnail on social media where it might not work as well. So that is just a template for us to put. We want to put video assets live as we go live. So you'll get a little video of me and Bibi going, uh, welcome, this is The Scoop. Today we're talking about the fact that Mr. Asim Tanvir wants a hot tub stream and Gary Clark isn't yeah. actually physically related <laughs> to any form of garlic. See you soon. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um... But yeah, uh, so we were talking about that. So anyway, the bit that you heard about being free was me asking him what video software we can do that. Because obviously After Effects is what we have in the studio, but we don't have individual licenses for After Effects because we're not designers. We don't need it. So I was asking how we can use the elements that the design guys have made for us that we can then edit on the fly. So we're talking about like HitFilm or DaVinci uh, video editing software. So there you go. You didn't need to know that, but that's the introduction that you get. So we are working on a, our social media assets. So we know our content is good. We know we can talk a good talk when we're on the stream. We know that you guys like that too, but we just want to make it look even better all the time, always getting better. And that's kind of the key thing is making sure that you don't stand still. Because what, what is it Mr. Gary, Gary Witter says, Bib? 
Uh, it says, if you ain't making moves, you stand there still. You're goddamn right. So, so that's kind of the mantra that we, we take as well. We need to keep making moves. We don't want to stand still. Um, <laughs> We've been talking about this on our Discord since like half nine this morning. It's just like our daily routine. What we're going to do today? How can we improve? What can we do better? What yeah. we're doing that we can already do better? I, th- I think we should change this font. I think we should do this stuff. I think we should ha- add a, a nine-pixel stroke to the outline of the text font to make sure it stands out <laughs> on individual surfaces. Just everything from minuscule things to I've got a plan for a huge tournament we can do next week kind of thing. Which, actually, <laughs> we, we, we were talking about a tournament stuff last night as well, so there you go. Uh, anyway, that's a whole different conversation. How the devil are you guys in the chat? Are you all good? Are you all good? Let's see who's here. So we had Fatman Dave saying Bibby's mic is live. Uh... Thank you. We fixed it. <laughs> uh, Enzo. Good morning, Enzo. How's things, dude? Uh, and then uh, Lake shouting about the mic as well. Uh, da, 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 da. I heard Bibby talking during the intro, says Gallic. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Um, Tony Hawk will be the longest talking point. Uh, CYK and a widescreen, uh, from what I heard. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, that's because we were talking about... Um, the soundtrack so if anyone checks out my instagram um i shared our post on instagram on my own insta um and uh yeah i used superman by goldfinger and i think that's kind of what started that conversation ish maybe i don't know uh da vinci has broadened his horizons a bit since his painting days <laughs> well you know it's 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 not 17 whatever it was i don't know when da vinci was around so that could be hundreds of years away i don't know but it's 2021 da vinci you know you need to get 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 up to speed i don't use da vinci but i've heard it's really good well that's kind of what baby was saying then da vinci's better than hit film i've never used either so it's a learning curve for me either way um, i'm fantastic just editing some clips and getting breakfast okay give us the, give us the breakdown what is in the breakfast gonna, whilst you type that out I will jump into the intro because you guys probably know already. But if you don't know, my name is Graham Day. How you doing? And I'm joined by the man that we call Bibi. Uh, you know, he he just spends the intro talking about Da Vinci film and and hit film and and, and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, you know mm. what he's like. Anyway, we are Ice Cream Upwards, and in true ice cream fashion, this is the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves, we are going to give you our thoughts and our impressions over the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games over the next hour or so. We do that each and every single weekday live on Twitch at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. It's 11.12. Not quite 10 a.m., but there's an ish. I've, I've just said we do worky stuff. Uh, we have an exclusive emote that covers it, so it's fine. We go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekday. And if you are in the chat, it's important that you get involved. You have responsibilities. With great punctuality-ish comes great responsibility. Uh, that's that's exactly how it was referenced in Spider-Man 100%. Anyway, if you're in the chat, you have the responsibility of getting involved on behalf of everyone else watching and listening on demand. We turn this live stream into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play, so please feel free to use your voice on behalf of everyone else watching and listening on demand. Just before we jump into the show, I want to go over a couple of talking points, like I usually do. Exclamation mark giveaway. Uh, We are giving away 50 quid. Not in cash, but in insert coin. Um, oh, Gary's gone for the loot drop first. Oh, ah, I caught you off guard there. Um, so we're giving away a 50 quid insert coin voucher. You want to buy yourself some new threads, get involved with that. If you're a subscriber, there is another giveaway, but that one is just exclusive to subscribers. That's exclamation mark loot drop. Make sure that you're in our Discord if you're a sub. It's as simple as that. Well, it's not. It's You have to be in our Discord and have your Twitch and Discord accounts linked so that Discord can see that you're a sub. If that's done, then you can get into the loot drop giveaway. We're giving away a game... Not 
not Monday coming, but Monday after, and you get a choice of one of three. If you want to see what those games are, just click that link in the chat. Gary's drop both exclamation mark loot drop and exclamation mark giveaway. Check them out. Nice. Nice. Sweet. This should be in the split screen. Boop. And breathe. And breathe. So there you go. I didn't mean to have it on the screen, but but it's, it makes sense. The stories that we will be going over today, obviously, you've seen the main story, and you've heard maybe talking about it in, in the countdown, is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. There is potentially a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game coming. We'll jump into that first, and then we will jump into Battlefield 6. Some leaks from the trailers on that. Uh, the new Uncharted movie, we've got some assets from that. Um, mm -hmm. Tell you what, we haven't got assets for, though. A new God of War film or TV show, that spreads off of that story, and then we wrap things up with a leak on what the next PS Plus free games could be. So that's that's the rundown for the day. Pretty spicy show, actually, uh, when you break it all down. I mean, me and Bib were looking at the news this morning going, ah, okay, it's a, it's a bit light on the, the old content today, but we've, <laughs> we've, we've managed to scour enough to make it Make it nice. Uh, so the scoop is fully leaking today. Yeah, new scoop needed. Leaks all over the place. Um, but this is the main leak that we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to hit play on the trailer, even though it's it's not what we're talking about, but it just adds a little bit of colour and movement to the screen while I'm reading. Um, so according... Actually, I'll start again. Don Pepe out of VG247 says, It looks like Activision may be working on a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. According to CKY drummer Jess Margera, Activision is working on a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater following the success of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster. CKY drummer Jess Margera may have spilled the beans about an unannounced Activision project in a new interview, appearing on the Behind Closed Doors podcast back in April. The drummer and brother of series mainstay band Margera noted, uh, noted that the band is working on a new title with the publisher Cheers VGC. Uh, this is a quote within the article now. <clears throat> uh, now touring is your main income and you really have to try and get licensing deals. Try and get in where you can on video games or whatever, Margera explained in the interview. And I believe we're doing the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game coming out too. Uh, it's unlikely Margera is referring to the already released Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster here. Margera isn't ignorant to the game's release and seems to be clued up on what's coming next. Quote, yeah, my son just got a PS5 and he got the remaster of 1 and 2, uh, he replies when the interview asks if he's excited to be uh, in the next project. It Quote, it's so cool because the classic Tony Hawks are just so good and laid out great, but obviously the system is old and the graphics aren't so great, so they basically just vamped up with the same premise and the graphics are amazing. Uh, CKY previously had 96 quite bitter beings included uh, in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Does that mean Activision is potentially looking at doing a release a re-release of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4? Question mark. Uh, the publisher has yet to announce anything about the future of the franchise behind Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster coming to Nintendo Switch in June, but it would make sense for the developer to ride the wave of hype generated from the remaster's strong sales and reviews. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, potentially having a new game. Um... Wow, that is well bizarre. Bibby absolutely shacking out on my screen. It's, it's not on, on the, the stream preview, so I think he's good. I think he's fine. Um, so, yeah, could you see yourself playing a new Tony Hawk's Pro, game, uh, Pro Skater game? Would you like that, babe? And if so, are you thinking something brand new? Or are we thinking, is it going to be a 3 and 4 remaster? What are you saying? Uh, I'm more disappointed in myself that I haven't played the remasters of 1 and 2 yet. I was a massive... I mean, that whole Tony Hawk's era of skateboarding i wanted to be able to skateboard so bad 
like that was <laughs> I, I really really i was just so shit i must have had like four or five skateboards like that whole era of uh mtv viva la bam jackass uh tony hawks all of that thing was literally from maybe eight or nine all the way up until probably 17 18 year old bib and i was born in 1990 as well so i had all of the all of the good stuff like Bam Margera was one of my absolute heroes Ryan Dunn all these guys I mean Bam Margera is a fucking knobhead now um he's as well and truly gone but back in the day like there was I just fucking loved him I, I wanted to be that guy so much and I'm disappointed that I haven't gone back and played these games because they were so good there was a massive part of me playing video games when I was younger the music my whole music taste was based around that kind of thing so listening to the likes of him listening to CKY um so yeah, I'm disappointed in myself that I haven't played those yet. If there's anybody that no that has ever played any of Tony Hawk's Pro, Tony Hawk's Three was probably the best one. So it's surprise it it doesn't surprise me that this would be. I mean, CKY '96, quite a bit of Beans was in Tony Hawk's Three. I think that was the first time that they had made a song for the series. So yeah, I imagine that three and four would probably maybe just three, maybe not four, but three would definitely be the next one. I think well, that will get remastered rather than trying to bring out a new one with the way that Tony Hawk's five flopped so hard. I think they'll be waiting to try and build as much good fortune back with the Tony Hawk's fans before releasing Tony Hawk six. So yeah, I think three is probably the best <clears throat> next best thing. See, I'm not sure <clears throat> for me. Um, I played Tony Hawk's pro skater, played Tony Hawk's pro skater two. Didn't really, I think I may have played some of three, and just didn't bother with four. And thankfully, I didn't even touch five. Um, so for me, if you if you kind of want to catch favour with the fans, and I, I know I'm speaking on behalf of myself, but I definitely am speaking on behalf of the masses. Most people play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, and then obviously naturally you get a drop-off. As, as the uh, uh, people have ridden the crest of that wave, uh, you've got the alien ant farms of the world, the OPMs, yeah. Evan is a half pipe and all that stuff coming out at the same time. Everyone was playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater then. You got, obviously, a lot of people played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, but then the drop-off started. So whilst 3 may have been the best game technically, um, it wasn't the one that, that had the boom. So if you want to kind of catch people's attention, then I think I would feel going from 1 and 2 remaster into 3 and 4 remaster is almost kind of like a, Okay, well, you've got our attention, and now you're doing same, same, but different. Give us different. Give us something bigger and better. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even think, reading through that article, I didn't even consider that the next release could be three and four until that, that paragraph there. So it said, CKY previously had 96 quite bitter beings included in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Does that mean Activision is potentially looking at doing a re-release of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4, or just 3, as Bibi said? I didn't even consider that. And hopefully that is just them drawing a conclusion between two points because I, I think mm -hmm. this is the point now. After one and two has caught people's imagination and has shown, shown the world that Activision knows how to make a skateboarding game, not just whatever happened with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, yeah. that, look, we can do this, boom, and give us something that's open world, beautiful, next gen, fully uh, ray traced and uh, all of that jazz, but plays like a solid skating game, not something that's just uh, a whatever you can call uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was. So yeah, yeah I, I would love to see, I mean, if, if it's three and four, I think that would scratch some people's itch, but that for me, the danger of that is you, you, 
you're making a breakout success and turning it back into a niche. You're turning it back in on itself. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think Tony Hawk, the series, and and what I have of it in my mind, of in my memory, I think it deserves to be set free now, not not yeah. just living in the past. I mean, don't get me wrong, bring it, bring out a three and a four remaster, but mm -hmm. do that. As, as something that keeps the embers going. When you've got a six that yeah. absolutely slaps, drop out three and four remaster as well. Okay, you want a break from that? Well, well, we'll bring you seven in a few years' time, but for now, check this out. Yeah. Three and four, pal. Yeah. I mean, if, they are, if they are asking Jesse for one of his tracks, it's like the Tony Hawk's one and two, didn't, they didn't manage to get all of the tracks from the original one, which is a massive thing. It's like people asking for Pez 6 remasters and Pez 5 remasters. Like You can't have that for licensing issues not just because it might be the intro music or the menu music or something like that purely because of the the players that are in it you might not be able to go back and sign yeah, half but, of the players but let's talk about football let's talk about football soccer. yeah there we go i didn't think you were gonna soccer. do it all around the world soccer, <laughs> soccer. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah like if they're asking jesse about potential cky music that makes more sense that is probably going to be a three remaster because we had like skepta in uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster because they might not have been able to fulfill all the songs from the original one. They've obviously managed to get like Goldfinger and, th and, and uh, I think Sun 41 made an appearance as well. So they have got some of the original tracks in there. Yeah, but... it, it quite jarred with me. Shirley Bassey, a bit of Goldfinger over the top of it. Just did not understand why that was there. Goldfinger. <laughs> like, I've, I, I love grime music and Skepta being included was cool as fuck, but it's not quite pop punk is it <laughs> i mean that this was i mean you, you talk about games shaping music taste and stuff like that it, that is one of the main reasons why i got into pop punk in the first place the likes of uh dave murray freestyle bmx matt hoffman yeah, tony hawk all of these games are becoming gateways for my music taste growing up and then it got to, it gets a little bit heavier with the likes of slipknot and things so yeah it's it's amazing how it branched off in so many different ways. directions as well because you got the heavier bits off into slipknot but then you also got um a bit more urban with it so like the the likes of NERD crossovers and stuff because that's yeah. the kind of direction i went i'd i'd i Run wasn't aware of pharrell and NERD before playing uh, actually it wasn't from necessarily Tony Hawks it was from probably the worst game ever uh, in terms of mo uh, bikes it was BMX XXX which my mate bought on the premise that it had boobies in it uh, so shout out to Cal um, so but, say Simpsons skateboarding yeah, well, that I, was a fucking shocker of a game yeah okay okay maybe okay BMX XXX for the bikes <laughs> Simpsons skateboarding for the, for the boards but yeah, it's amazing how, how the, the music was so influential. But maybe that's it then. So, I mean, it, it could be a case of CKY obviously had 96 quite better beings in three. Are they just talking about licensing that again? Maybe it's a case yeah. of, okay, these guys have history with the series. So it will be nice to, if we want to keep touching the past, but move towards the future, getting CKY's newer stuff or some of uh, some of their older stuff that's not 96 quite bit of beans, but getting something else and putting that onto the track for, for six could be a mm. good, good way to go as well. I mean, either way, whichever way, if you're a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater fan, you will have more to play if this leak is to be believed. Obviously, it is a leak, so take it with a pinch. Um, <clears throat> but let's jump through the comments. Uh, Lucas, good morning, says... Tony Hawk's Underground 1 and 2... Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 1 and 2 remake, please. Uh, thoughts, babe? 
Uh, yeah, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, I think, was uh, the one with Bam, actually. So it was Team Universe's Team Bam, and they had the Jackass crew in there. I don't know if you're going to get Bam to go back into the studio and do some voiceover work, because if anyone follows him on any kind of social media, his head as well and truly gone. In fact, Samantha actually paid him to do a cameo for our anniversary, which is next week. And it was a full seven seconds long. Everything Samantha put forward to him didn't even touch any of it. It was just, he's a fucking mess. So trying to get him into the studio to try and do anything like that is probably going to be an impossible task. But, I mean, I'd be all, all for it. Uh, uh, Underground was that class. awkward moment when you pay for Bad Magera and get Scatman John. And <laughs> 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 a full refund. Because she just, she, she obviously... Uh, reported it for being fucking shit because it was absolutely inaudible. Um, and then Cameo just went right, okay, refunded, refunded the money back. So yeah, it's it's just a fucking waste of time, and it's a massive disappointment because of how much he he has a. He was one of the first influencers, I think, in terms of what he did for a lot of people in terms of not just skateboarding but having your own show on MTV and having a house where people just come around and knob about. And he was like having the phase house. He was like one of the first people to do this kind of thing, like having a always made stay around and just having the MTV cameras come in and record them for three or four months and then put it out as a show. Like that kind of thing didn't happen, but it's just, it's a fucking crying shame. Absolute crying shame. It's so disappointing, but yeah, it's, I'd like to see him change, but he never will now. I think he'll probably be dead in the next couple of years, which again <laughs> is probably he's hugely disappointing, but it is what it is. He can't he can't save himself. His family can't save him. People have tried. So yeah, I think he's wishful thinking him getting back into the booth to re-record some of his lines or just try to do a new one with him. Um, he's currently at war with the Jackass crew because he's been told that he's not allowed to go into the new Jackass film because of how he is at the moment. So he's at war with everybody, including Johnny Knoxville. So is more he's going to do more damage to himself than anybody else. Well, that ties in to Enzo's uh, comment as well. He says Tony Hawk's is nostalgia. Uh, Tony Hawk is nostalgia at this stage for me. I don't think I'd ever go back to them now. Games options are different now, and the selection is greater. I don't see a skater game would gather much interest. It's not the nineties anymore. Skater people are a dying breed. If Bam Margera is anything to go by, that's true, and not mainstream anymore. See, see that that is my worry. I think like. Is this just like one of those where, hey, old people, this is for you? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and and everyone's high-fiving and, and loving the fact that we've we've got all those old options and stuff coming back. But then it just kind of, like most of the other people go, oh, okay, uh, I'm, I'm not going to play that. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I can't answer that question. I hope it's not the case because those games are exceptional. And and skateboarding mm. is, is something that, yeah, it's not mainstream, but it wasn't mainstream before it was mainstream either. And 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 one thing we can be sure about is the universe that we live in from a um, a content and entertainment perspective is very much cyclical. Games yeah. that weren't in fashion were in fashion, then aren't in fashion, then are in fashion. And and styles, uh, the styles of games that you play and how they're made need to evolve for sure. But I could see I could see Tony Tony Hawk's Pro Skater coming back with a little bit of joie de vivre, uh, just yeah. some of that oomph to like um, step forward into the next generation of consoles, of games, of genres, whatever you yeah. want to budget into. Everything that. comes full circle, doesn't it? 
So I, I think you are right with the comment of, of um, it's, it's, it's not. It's just not. But that's not to say it, it couldn't be because who would have thought, um, like me, a bunch of years ago, jumping down into Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, that was me full on. I mean, I've mentioned Boots on the Ground a million times and I'll mention it till the cows come home. And when the cows come home, I'll be like, you don't even live here. Get the fuck out of my house, cows. But, but even still, <laughs> uh, like real gritty. I want I want war. I want now. I want dirt. I want dust. I want, I want sniper missions. I want an AC-130 dropping bombs and all of this gritty stuff because this is super cool and relevant. And, and, and then fast forward a few years later and I'm running around with Bibi building ramps with lightsabers in my hand, uh, dressed as Kylo <laughs> Ren in Fortnite. So. For Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yesterday, yesterday I was dressed as some guy with a pink glowing KO on my back, throwing a dodgeball at someone. I mean, it's, it's, so things change and, and things yeah. definitely do go in, in trend. So I could see it coming back. I definitely think you're right right now. It's had its yeah. day, but that I, de- I wouldn't go as far as saying it, it's not due another day either. So yeah. it, it could absolutely come back. And, and, and for me, if, if it wants to have another day, it has to go for a six something mm-hmm. bigger and better a new way of playing the game be that another multiplayer format be that just a really cool content storyline or something like that something that pushes people into playing the game that they haven't done before um if they just go with three and four remaster then it's like oh that's that old series that that was just made not as old okay and then mm. and then it becomes a bit more difficult then you don't see you don't see many kids around anymore with skateboards. I mean, at one point, scooters was kind of the the, the thing. Skate parks we have we did have actually have quite a few around where I lived. Um, so they was always rammed. There's one in Manchester actually under the under the bridge, which is always busy still. Yeah, yeah. still absolutely heaving. Still people crying for that kind of thing. But yeah, it's it, it definitely comes around for like the birth of extreme sports on Sky, like. That was massive. Like, if you go into Kane and Grain in Manchester, they always have that on the TV, and people sat there watching it. Uh, so there is still a market for it. It's. I hope it comes back in again because it, it was so fucking cool, and I was gutted. It's like I'd love to be able to play a guitar. I can't fucking play that. I just some things you're just not very good at, and that is one of them. Um, I remember being on the front uh, and getting wax candle wax on the <laughs> on the curbs so we could try and grind it none of us could grind but we've seen people doing it and we tried to do it and kept on falling off so uh, yeah i, 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 I couldn't i couldn't even just master going forward without falling <laughs> off like i fell off hurt myself quite badly the first time and i thought you know what fuck that shit I, I, i'm not a big fan of pain so i mean i'm good with pain i can manage it don't want it so i'll probably just watch other people do it instead <laughs> Uh, so uh, I hope to God it comes back round again because it was like that whole era. Like the music is, I think music was one of the biggest parts of it. And there's so many different genres of music now that have been introduced, like trap metal. Who would have thought that you could have trap music and heavy metal put together? So that's a new genre of music that could potentially get people into this kind of thing as well. So music is just as big a part of skateboarding than actual just skateboarding because it influences the way that you act, way that you dress way that you, uh, I don't know, maybe use the skateboard. So there's so many other things knocking around now. I, I do hope that it comes back. I mean, that that's not just for the sake of skateboarding itself, but Tony Hawk was one of the most influential sports people around at the time. There wasn't many skateboarding games. He revolutionized the way that sports games are to that ilk. Cause that's the reason why we ended up getting BMX games for a start. So yeah, I, I mean, it, now is the time. Strike while the iron is hot. You've got 
a very, very good remaster that sold exceptionally well. I think it probably exceeded their their tallies of what they wanted to sell. So like you say, I think they could go either way. They could go for a remaster three and four. The only reason we've ended up featuring this is because someone who created a soundtrack for, or one of the songs in a soundtrack for Tony Hawk's three about 15 years ago has said that potentially there's another one coming. So, so yeah, he did that I, on a podcast. So basically we need to get a few more people that have made video games, music before or whatever on, on the show. And we'll just ask them questions until we get all of the stories. Yes, please. That's what we're going to yeah. do. Uh, just, just before we uh, continue, uh, see if this works. Yeah, there we go. If anyone can just retweet that tweet, that would be lovely. Cause that brings other people into joining the conversation. Thank you very much. Um, David says, compared to the previous generations, we are among the first ones that can truly have the nostalgia cashed in on. So I think there will be a market games-wise. Um, <clears throat> see, I agree with that. The The only thing that makes me kind of like ponder about that is the part of the reason why Tony Hawk as a game uh, was so successful, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was so successful, was because it gave skaters a game that featured skating. It wasn't necessarily, oh, he is skating for you. And it was like skaters were playing at that point. Anyone that tried to play anything that was skating was it was it was weird button bashy sequentially sort of stuff. Or you got the half pipe in California games and that was kind of yeah. it. Whereas Tony Hawk wanted something that gave that was that was real, that was legitimate, that that skaters believed in kind of thing. So any cash in um around this, I mean that statement is absolutely true for a lot of industries and, and, and genres, but around skating there's very much um, an authenticity vibe. If you're not authentic, if you're not a skater, skaters will see that. Just like Twitch. Twitch is probably the greatest example of that. If you try to advertise on Twitch and don't know what you're doing and don't know who you're working with and you don't know how community will, uh, like how communities work or, or, or the under, underlying um, current current issues or vibes or topics or whatever your brand will get slated i mean there's i always forget yeah. its name there's a there's a makeup brand that's just butchering itself by some elf cosmetics um they are trying to reach out to a gamer audience because they realize that gamer audiences a lot of them are female so we can we can talk to them about cosmetics but are shitting all over their own campaign by not having inclusivity they've got uh, a really bad selection mm -hmm. of uh, people uh, people in their portfolio basically they just picked a bunch of white people that was essentially it and gone da not realizing that people aren't just going to go, oh, well, they're, they're pretty people that will buy it. And it's like, no, you, you want to start, you want to come into our house and have a conversation. You need to be legitimate. You need to be authentic. You need to have a reason to want to speak to me. So these games, uh, I know that's yeah. quite a, a, an extreme extrapolation to bring it back to Tony Hawk kind of thing, but these games are probably similar to that in terms of it's the audience, if they want to actually hit... Um, a youthful audience, a skater audience, then they need to be authentic. So if it's just a cash grab, then yeah. the, the people will see that absolutely. So they could, if they, if they go for that, people will see it. It won't. It won't stick around for a while. If they try to do something that actually satisfies the needs and hits the hearts and minds of the core community, like the original game did uh, twenty odd years ago, then 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 it could be good. It could we we could see a revival. But don't forget, I mean, at the time. Here, Tony Hawk was, but he was getting players. He was get sorry, he was getting skaters to come into a game. So that there was, it was like Kerry Getz and Bob Burnquist and obviously Bam himself. So these were ex exceptional 
exceptional skateboarders that people may not necessarily know, but the people who are hardcore at skateboarding would have known exactly who they were. And you got to play as these skaters, as well as obviously create your own in the later, later on in the franchise. So it's not as if this was just a whim. This was this was proper. This was Activision going, okay, we've got we've got money to throw at this. And I think one of the demos of the game um, when it was being built was it used the same engine. Did it, I don't know if anyone ever played this, but it's called Armageddon with um, Bruce Willis. It was a brilliantly shit game, if anyone's never played it. Baby game. Um, but yeah, absolutely. It, look it up. After this podcast, look it up. It was called Armageddon. Um, and it had Bruce Willis in it. And the they used Bruce Willis on the skateboard going downhill. You, so you're able to grind, do tricks and stuff like that. But that's how this game got birthed. So it was, it the, from the ground up, this game was always aimed at a particular demographic and it reached it. It absolutely nailed it. It was lightning in a bottle and you could only do that so many times until it becomes a cash grab. I think there's probably like 25 different versions of Tony Hawk's games out there now, whether or not it'll be the, the mainstay in the franchise or spin-off games, um, like the one that they had on Wii where you could use your fucking Wii board as a skateboard. Probably not great, but nope. they've got different versions of this game, so it's it's fantastic. Like It's lightning a bottle of stuff. It'll never happen again, and I'm glad now that we've got remasters. I need to play this game. I need to buy it. Um so I can experience it again. But I mean, Tony Hawk's 3 and 4, if that comes out, great. Tony Hawk's 6, great. We just need to try and capture that again because I think we get into a point now where these games were 15, 17 years old. Um, trends come and go, and I think eventually skateboarding will come back again. And who's better than to do that than Tony Hawk's? It's the biggest franchise out there in skateboarding. So, yeah, I can't wait. The show. Long live the king. Let's jump through the comments then so we can move on to the next one then. Um, Gary says, I bet they're grinding to get this done. Uh, it's like Crazy Taxi soundtrack. Stuff like Offspring and the like oh, got yeah. me into that music back in the day. Um, Bibi was talking about Bam Majera's House Where You Knob About. So Asim says, a house where you knob about? Isn't that a brothel or the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> uh, Tina says, I'm old. I can answer that question. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what question it is. Uh, to counter that, the remasters did quite well sales-wise. So Activision have data that would say otherwise. Uh, hence, they're doing a new one or another remaster. Also, EA doing Skate Two. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, so has the day gone potentially? Are they due another day potentially? So yeah, absolutely. It could. It could go either way. And I think it's not predefined as well in terms of how that is done. So that bit that we kind of finish on then is is the the validity, the authenticity, the realness of the games when they come along. If they are just remasters for the sake of remasters, then they're not going anywhere. They, they will flop. If they're remasters that are exceptional and then are countered by Skate, which is a wonderful game, and then they hit back with their own uh like return punt back and that's wonderful too then suddenly we've got competition on our hands and people like a good bit of competition so it could be mm -hmm. the fact that both coming back at, at around the same period could be wonderful for for that genre in terms of a rebirth and then we go again then we go again um uh, Gary says true gif <laughs> for sure uh, that's why we need an underground remake because they had story mode uh, pro skater just has challenges people complete a few challenges and then move on to something else a story would keep people engaged I no, I agree I, I mean most games these days that are major and want replayability 
tend to have multiple different modes. So you'll get your, your, your single player, your multiplayer, and then the third mode, or the fourth mode, as it tends to be now. So the, the example that I usually drop onto is Call of Duty. So you've got Call of Duty single player, run through the storyline. Call of Duty multiplayer, nice. Then they added the third mode, which was the zombies, uh, which then gave them, obviously, a massive turnover because that was something exceptional, something extra on top of it that brought people in. And then they had Spec Ops, and now they have the likes of Warzone and stuff. So yeah, I I think a good Tony Hawk would use like I think skating is such a visual sport like from in terms of it's wonderful just being a spectator and seeing someone just just jump off of a half pipe on a little bit of wood with the tiniest wheels in the world suddenly spins around five and a half times backflips lands on a, on an edge and grinds away yeah no that's that's only in game not real life but still the idea of being able to see those things. That would look incredible. Imagine Spider-Man Insomniac Games graphics, but with Tony Hawk dropping a 900. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, rollerblades as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, throw rollerblades in. Jobs are good. Uh, compared to the previous generations, we, oh, I've, done, I've done that one already. Good morning, gent, says Gargad. Good morning. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, I had to check the clock. It still is morning, so we'll, we'll allow my response. Yeah. Uh, Enzo says, fair enough. I'm obviously out of touch with the kids these days. Seems it, seems it does, still, uh, does still sell. Um, Skate 3 UK digital sales chart. Despite having released well over a decade ago, Skate 3 manages top digital sales charts in the UK thanks to a recent sale. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's the children that are wrong. Exactly. Uh, Principal Skinner meme. There you go. Uh, let's jump into the next bit of the news, though. We'll, we'll put the pin in the Tony Hawk cycle for now. We'll keep you updated with anything else that comes out. But for now, Battlefield 6 leaks bring us actual in-game footage Another look at the reveal trailer. This is written by Sharif Saeed at VG247. It says, by the time we get to Battlefield 6's official reveal, the full trailer will have leaked in its entirety. Battlefield 6 leaks are now a weekly occurrence, and this week's drop is very interesting. After screen grabs from what looks to be the game's reveal trailer made their way online last week, we now return to an even bigger batch. Um... Sadly, we can't actually see the images because they've been pulled in the article, but you get the idea. Um, on Imager, a new album when I'm back. Let me know when I'm back. Tell me if I'm back. Guess who's back? Back again. Graham's back-ish. Tell ten men. Is he back? Is he back? Is he back? Is he back? Uh, looks like we're back. Yes, I can see my stream preview on the screen. Nice. There we go. Okay, we're back. I will start the article again because I don't know how far I got into it. So let me go through that again. Sharif Saeed at VG247 says, Battlefield 6 leaks bring us actual in-game footage. Another look at the reveal trailer. Um, by the time we get to Battlefield 6's official reveal, the full trailer will have leaked in its entirety. Battlefield 6 leaks are now a weekly occurrence. And this week's drop is very interesting. After screen grabs from, from what looks to be the game's reveal trailer made their way online last week, we now return to an even bigger batch. On Imager, a new album includes all of last week's screen grabs as well as a whole lot more. The new shots are consistent with the style and tone of the initial batch and appear to also be captured from the same trailer. All of the screen grabs in that album have the same black bar stricken through them and it's likely covering a watermark of some kind. This new set of shots also give us a hint of the styling and look of the game's title, which appears to be just called 
battlefield. Although there's the possibility one scene is missing. It also appears uh, that the shots were captured in sequence because someone already put them together, giving us a very close approximation of the trailer. Annoyingly, we can't see the images because it looks like they've been pulled unless they are available through the, the links or anything. I can't see them in the article here anyway. Um, I can't see them either. And then it goes on to say, then there's this trailer which originated on TikTok. The video is a clever, if a little wonky, mashup of bits from various games, including past battlefields, Unreal Engine tech demos, uh, Destruction and Storm, and footage from indie shooter World War 3. It's usually the sort of low-effort leak you'd immediately dismiss if it wasn't for two clips in particular. Uh, the first appears towards the beginning and shows what could only be actual footage from the next battlefield. The HUD resembles that shown in the initial leak, and the squad and map layout on the left are very battlefield. From that brief clip, we can see a five-player squad and what seems to be a squad leader at the top. The player is seen reloading an SA-80 L86 variant and they look to be free-looking as they do it, which would be a new feature for Battlefield. Uh, the second clip comes up a little towards the end and it's from the perspective of the robot dogs seen in the leak. E-Dog273, as it's called in-game, is shown scanning the environment, and that's when it cuts off. Both clips have the battle log shortcut to the top right, though that's neither here nor there. Uh, the next battlefield is being revealed in June, so not very long, and we're likely to go and see even more of it at EA's Summer Showcase in July. It's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, Samsung Smart Fridge, and all the rest at some point in the future. Nice, there you go. Um, so, Battlefield 6 has been leaked yet again mm -hmm. awkwardly we can't see them so uh while i ask bibby what his thoughts are i'm gonna go see if i can click through to this tiktok video so if you can find this bit there but bib what are your thoughts yeah. what are your thoughts yeah i mean i don't usually pay much attention to the leaks in the first place because usually i mean we've talked about this many a times whether or not it's battlefield or anything else usually when leaks happen um they are either bollocks or stuff that were not looked after from like maybe eight months ago. So someone hasn't done the due diligence and just locked it away somewhere. So someone's found it and go, oh my God, look at all this stuff that's coming, where that was actually presented internally maybe eight, eight months ago, eight and nine months ago, and it's highly irrelevant now because the game's changed so much. Um, so the leaks, albeit some are exciting, some are usually hoax, and some are just total bollocks. Um, so I'm... Uh, whatever we see in any of the TikTok videos or whatever leaks get put out there, I tend not to pay that much attention to it until I see the real deal with my own eyes anyway. Um, so I'll reserve judgment. However, I'm excited for a new Battlefield game. I need a new Battlefield game. I really want this to succeed and I want it to hit all the notes that the previous ones did. And I'm when I'm talking previous, I'm talking like 10 years ago. 11 years ago, 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Like I don't talk about the recent ones. I'm talking like Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 2. They're the kind of games that I want. Um, I have found a tweet that has a really choppy GIF. Um, someone has put a sequence of images together to show you the uh, the element from that. So this is from Stuart on PC. I don't know if he's the original uh, finder of this, but at Stuart on PC has shared uh, this GIF. So let me open this one up so there you go um i will leave it on because it's just kind of a few scenes that are looping together um and it's basically helicopters crash boom explosions flames fire and and stuff um uh i i didn't take on 
because I was I was too busy typing and I can't multitask. What the? What, give, give me the premise of what you just said there, babe. About sometimes the leaks are bullshit, sometimes they're not. It was kind of what I heard. What 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 did you end up? What was your closing comment there? Uh, I tend not to use them. I'll listen to them. I don't know. I can, I know what comes out of my mouth is yeah. It's going going word for it. Basically, the stuff that usually gets presented in leaks like this is probably eight months old. Eight and nine months old. The the game is completely. It will be completely different from the leaks that get shown. So I I tend not to pay much attention to leaks unless I see something from the horse's mouth. So I the conference that's going to take place, like the leaks and stuff. I, I sometimes are relevant. Sometimes that they are bang on the money, but usually it's just either fan made stuff that I do that is so good you think it's real, or it's stuff that's highly relevant from like eight and nine months ago and someone's managed to find it. Um, which the game looks nothing like it anymore. So yeah, leaks. I'll just I reserve always reserve judgment until I actually see something from uh, from EA and what they're going to be giving us next month. Yeah, I mean, interestingly for me, is the fact that this has been pulled. It's not in that article that we've uh, just had up on VG247 because it's, it's not there anymore. Uh, IGN had something, I found an article from IGN as I was typing, that didn't have anything in there and other people are refusing to comment on it. And that is kind of a, uh, is that is that an EA situation? I mean, we probably sh shouldn't really be looking at this, but fuck it, let's throw caution to the wind. This is the imager uh, um, gallery. So these are all of the image that, images that were put together. So if I scroll down this, you can see all the images and there's the bar that goes through the middle of it with with the uh the meme face i don't i don't know why but there you go um but there you start you start to see some assets uh pictures in the background and you see okay there's a lot more rather than just an, a, a crash there's stuff going on in the fields don't even know. Oh, there's a crash there's a crash uh we've got a rocket launch I mean, it looks good in the background. Don't really know what's happening or why, but it's just a trailer. So is it in-game stuff? Probably not. But yeah, there is a lot of images. Um, obviously, these are just still frames. So it's probably not actually that long. It's probably a, a what, 15, 20-second trailer maybe? And there you go, just the Battlefield logo at the end. The interesting thing for me, though, is that it has been pulled, which makes me think that there is an, an element of validity to it. I just want to know where it's coming from. Like, we've started to see there's been leaks left, right, and center. Uh, and then to the point where, what was it? Battlefield was talking about spaghetti or something um, when people were were talking about leaks and, and they just kind of drew the t a, def a deflection with a mention of spaghetti bolognese. I can't remember what it was. All I remember is it was like, that was fucking genius and weird at the same time. I don't understand it. But, yeah. but EA clearly have someone somewhere that's, leaking information out or someone has a, a way to get in to get information and hopefully they uh they um put all that together but but yeah yeah hopefully we can get it all boxed off because leaks and stuff like that whilst it's 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 nice to stay in the loop and we obviously want to keep you all updated yeah, i'd much rather wait and see it all so yeah please stop allowing it to be leaked and just give it us in its beautiful entirety at the xbox conference at e3 or wherever it's going to be at e3 and then at ea play in july yes please that would be much much better thank you very much uh tito says i think it's just you I'm, I'm with sky and i never have a problem well i didn't really i had i had some some dropouts but 
three or four weeks ago, a month, month and a half ago, I don't know, somewhere in that time frame, lockdown life, it all blurs into one. We decided that, do you know what? We're going to upgrade our internet with Sky and it's been shit ever since. So do not get the new Sky broadband router or any of that stuff because it's just, it's terrible. They've, they've downgraded us to the previous router and it just doesn't hold out. It drops out all the time, which we've done the scoop all the way through the summer, uh, all the way through winter back through spring and into the summer again kind of time and only over the last couple of months as it started to shit out to that to that the point that it's crap as it is it's pretty much like when it is half past ish boom internet's gonna drop out so something mm-hmm. they've done is trash uh so yeah we're gonna we were on the phone with sky yesterday we'll be on the phone again today fun times nice anyway jumping into the next bit, bit of news this is two stories so i'll go through them both back to back um this one from Tom Ivan at VGC, uh, VGC says, new Uncharted movie image released as PlayStation acknowledges cinematic push is a risky venture. Sony also reportedly confirms there are no current plans to adapt God of War for film or TV. Do you know what? Actually, I didn't see that bit, so maybe we don't need the second article, but there you go. Uh, <clears throat> Sony has released a new image of the Uncharted movie featuring stars Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. According to the New York Times, which first published the image, Sony is spending $120 million making the film, which is based on the PlayStation property created by Naughty Dog and launched in 2007. Rather than following the plot of the games, which have sold over 41 million units, the movie tells a prequel story featuring Nathan Drake... Holland, uh, as a young treasure hunter learning from his mentor, uh, mentor Victor Sullivan, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer, who made Venom and Zombieland, the Uncharted movie is the first feature film from PlayStation Productions, a studio formed by Sony Interactive Entertainment, to adapt its original game properties for film and television in partnership with Sony Pictures. The division is headed up by veteran Sony marketeer Azad Kilibash, who's head of product for PlayStation Worldwide Studios. Quote, we have three objectives, he told the New York Times. Grow audience size for games, bring product to Sony Pictures, showcase collaboration. Uh, when it was suggested that a cinematic flop could negatively impact the Uncharted game franchise, Kazilibash acknowledged, it's risky, but I think we can do it. The Uncharted film's release date was recently delayed by six months to February 18th, 2022. Uh, PlayStation Productions is also working on The Last of Us adaption with HBO, a live-action Ghost of Tsushima movie helmed by John Wick director Chad Stileski, and a twisted metal TV series from Deadpool's writers, among other projects. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. Um, Actually, do you know what? We won't stop there. We'll jump into the next one, because that one didn't really touch on the God of War bit, so we'll jump into the next one there. Um, No God of War film or TV series in the works, says Sony. This is written by Don Pepia at VG247. So it looks like Sony uh, Sony isn't making a God of War film or TV show, despite the company's foray into more game-based projects, a spokesperson has said. Though Sony has a lot of films based on video games in the works, God of War isn't something the company is bringing to the big screen anytime soon. Um... Okay, let's see if I can flick forward. Uh, An unnamed Sony spokesperson confirmed to the outlet that God of War will be staying on the PS4 and PS5 for time being, despite the publisher's success on other projects in the wider media landscape. The article also comes with a couple more details regarding the upcoming Uncharted movie. Okay, there we go. So you can you can see it. The, the gist of it is, there is no God of War. They, they don't go into details why or whatever. Kind of surprising if, if you think... The games that they're pushing out onto consoles, Uncharted, an absolutely incredible cinematic experience if you haven't played through those games. Absolutely, uh, on consoles, um, into movies. It makes sense to push that into movies. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima 
incredible. And that had almost film built into it. The fact that you could change it into that like mm-hmm. s- like cinema noir style and have it all black and white as if you're watching a samurai uh, movie of the 70s kind of stuff that's made for film understandable um the last of us yep okay that is pretty much the walking dead uh with more emotion and emphasis on on characters and and so on so yes absolutely made for tv would you see twisted metal more suited to tv and media outside of games would you see that more suited than God of War? I don't think I would. I mean, boy, and all of that stuff. It seems bizarre that they're not pushing ahead mm-hmm. with God of War, but they are pushing with those. But but anyway, what are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I agree. Like the twisted metal, uh, twisted metal one. Like, how you, how are you going to make something out of that? Like, I, I genuinely have no idea. It's going to look like Mad Max, if anything. Um, but yeah, the, the God of War that should absolutely be the case i mean you're probably going to see someone like if it was the case it was going to be someone like the rock um being that or maybe batista i don't know uh some body, big, big bodybuilder dude um but yeah i've not twisted metal over god of war unless it's just to throw us off the scent and they are going to do one at some point you via playstation studios who knows i apologize if you're how, how dare you? It's going to make me yawn as well. Yeah. I was going to talk, cover it, but I'm going to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting that chose Twisted Metal uh, over the likes of that. But we could we could definitely see something like that. It would definitely make a good film, especially with the newer versions. And rather than the old versions of God of War, the the, the PlayStation 4 version absolutely would make a great film. Um, but they've got to pick and choose how much would it cost versus uh, other different mediums and obviously twisted metal and again would that cost more i don't know because i'd have to blow up a lot of cars <laughs> just, <laughs> just, be heavy, just buy a shitload of old car. ice cream vans and stuff jobs are good and that's all you need to do um yeah it's, it seems very bizarre but i'm not making the decisions i think it god of war would be a license to print money surely surely think, that would be a banker i think because i mean this it's God of War in itself transcends audiences you've got the hack and slash games of old and then you've got the big Sony first-person story mode, not first-person, single-player story mode, uh, that the the more recent game, and Ragnarok uh, will be kind of thing. So it's kind of like that is multi-genre on its own. So that kind of brings a lot of people in. So I kind of, I feel that would go, although I would, um, Chappers agree with your comments saying Batista would be ideal for God of War, I reckon, Big Bad Dave. I'm not, I'm not so sure. He would be the best to look at, I think, in terms of that, is, 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 is the big bald head, the massive frame. Just, mm-hmm. I, I just don't believe Batista as a badass because all I see is Drax the Destroyer now. Like, yeah, I, if I stand really still, I go invisible or whatever it was. That's it. That's it. That's all I ever see now. So, so <laughs> I just can't imagine it. Someone, someone like the Rock. Yeah, but but then again, is is the Rock right? I don't know. We need. We, we'll just get. We'll just get the guy from Game of Thrones, the Mountain or whatever he is, the big fucking big dude. Let's get him. I mean, yeah, he's probably. I mean, something like that. He's probably not got the the personality in it either as well, but but yeah, it, whoever it is, you need someone that's built like a brick shouse and, and and can portray a character. And there's probably a lot of that to choose from in Hollywood. So um, yeah, I've only ever seen the animal Batista. See, even in like even in his his prime WWE days, I I don't feel like he was like some people can run the mic. Like I mean, that is where the Rock was exceptional. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's built like a fucking 
like I don't know, freak. He's massive. He's a good-looking guy. He's got charm. He's got wit. He's got personality. He can rip you up, uh, like off the mic though. And I just Batista was never one of those people that could do that kind of thing. For Jason Momoa, okay, yeah, maybe Momoa could do it. Oh, Gerard Butler actually is a good shout. Although he's 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 not built anymore though, is he? He's kind of is is he can be though. I don't think he's going to find that three hundred frame again. I just I, I saw one of those horrendous like tear someone down stories that you see uh gerard butler in lockdown has become a bit of a tubber kind of thing it's like haven't we all get off his back he's still fucking <laughs> much better looking than you whoever wrote that article you nasty bastard <laughs> so but but yeah, yeah yeah as long as it's not tom hardy okay there's no there's no way there's no way i mean it seems to be in everything at the moment i do i'll go and watch venom 2 though you're I even really venom 1, but... born as a boy <laughs> i i was yeah, it to be fair he did a really good pain See, I don't mind. Really big in pain. I don't mind Tom Hardy, but he's he looks like he's sat on a drawing pin. That's his sort of like his, his person. He's, he's, he always wants that deep emotional turmoil sort of stuff, which is I think why I kind of like Venom so much because his character is a bit more slapstick. He's Eddie Brock. He's he's almost the, the comedy sidekick, and Venom's the one that has the emotional turmoil. He's just physically turmoiled kind of stuff. So that's I think that's why I kind of like uh, Venom because it took that away from me. Even in Peaky Blinders, is he's got like chronic illness or something like that and he's, he's like yeah it's it's always that sort of person so yeah not for me not for me um god of war would be an epic blockbuster movie says mr t uh oh i haven't had a new route in 3.5 years says t there well there you go uh that was kind of the same with us and they were like oh that that route was well old to the point where like it gets that hot that the plastic coating the plastic coating paint had started to peel off the top of it. It's like, yeah, you need a new one. Don't get a new one. Stick with the old shit. It works. Uh, Enzo says, if Uncharted movie is half as good as any of the National Tre uh, Treasure movies, it'll be a hit. Do you know what? I, I genuinely, I've not seen anything other than, what, two, three stills now? And without seeing any of the film, I still think it's going to be good because of how good the games are. And Sony have invested in making sure that they are playing a part in the story, not just giving it to Hollywood. Like, we we're speaking of The Rock, like we saw with Doom. There you go, do games, but in film. And no, no, PlayStation are hugely invested. So you've got games that are incredible and already have a perfect tone. The writers have nailed um, how to be serious, how to be comedic how to add some slapstick some sarcasm irony all of that stuff exists in the uncharted series and is is done perfectly throughout um so i i just believe this is going to be good and when you add in mark Wahlberg and, and tom holland to front that it's you've got to fuck it up i know it, i know it's possible i know it's possible and i don't want it to be but i just don't think it will be mm -hmm. i think it will be good i think it will be good hopefully we don't sit here in in february 2022 and you all go great do you know when you thought this was going to be good well that was shit or oh, that fucking mm -hmm. in between has been that was fucking dreadful or whatever it was Yikes. kratos for me would be the dude who played lincoln burrows in prison break with a beard has quite the angst ah yeah 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 I used to remember his name. I used to, I don't remember his name now. But yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It was it, it, it was he a vampire in Blade as well or something like that? I, I can't I can't remember. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, Tom Hardy could take a back seat. You got them right. Tom Hardy was great in Peaky Blinders. He was. He was. It, and he's he's been a good actor in in most things. Mm -hmm. But it's it's that like 
they're all kind of they, they come they start off from the same place that deep I've been hurt I'm a man scorned and 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 I've felt pain in my time and it all comes through that way and I just I just feel like Kratos isn't that person he's just angry as fuck uh, do you know what give me voice mod I'll do it that's it sorted jobs are good and I will be Kratos do you know what I'm gonna do it for you now now hey the name is Kratos god of war and Tom Hardy can suck my nuts yeah <laughs> there you go sorted that's it Hollywood hit your boy up yeah yeah um Christopher Judge hype which one's Christopher Judge ah that looks badass. That link, click the link in the chat um, if you are on Twitch. If you're listening to this, then just imagine that you can see Lincoln Burroughs from Prison Break. If you don't know what that is, then 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 unlock it. Uh, okay, my everything's fucking going wrong. My stream is frozen. My camera has frozen. Okay, let me restart my camera. Uh, I'm moving again. Yes, I'm moving again. Nice. Fuck me. Okay. Um, this is the link that Asim just shared. If you're in the chat, click the link. If you're watching the video, there you go. That is Lincoln Burroughs as Kratos, God of War. The only thing is, is Kratos, God of War on the older games is kind of more, I want to say like that sort of Greek Norse mythology sort of tall, really long limbs uh, and thin, but big whereas the new kratos is more like like beefy like realistic sort of like what's the word i'm looking for not an adonis sort of sculpture but more of a big beefy dad sort of sculpture dad bod that's it fuck on give me give me dad bod kratos but still built yeah that's the one um teal is all i think with chris judge is chris is that who uh chris judge is teal from um stargate yeah, yeah. Oh, it says there, Teal from Stargate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how he, he's got to be getting on a bit now, though, right? Chris Judge? Because Stargate, I was watching 20 years ago. Chris Judge. Uh, how old is Chris? 50, oh, 56. I mean, that's that's not that's not old. Not old for a, a God of War sort of character. So, yeah, yeah, okay. I can see that. And it, is he still built, though? Is he still built like a fucking machine? Um. But there you go. Um, so there is a new Uncharted movie. It is coming in 2022. We have a new picture and we have some more confirmations about how Sony is working in the world of non-games media. Uh, God of War is not included in that right now. But Twisted Metal is. So forget Boy and all of the, uh, the Viking mythologies. Yeah, that can all get out of the window. Fighting ice cream trucks, that is the one. That's that's the future for, for Sony's uh, TV and video content. But there you go. And speaking of future Sony content, though, we also have one final news article for you today, which is free stuff. Everyone likes freebies. Andy Robinson at BGC says, the new Virtual Fighter Five is reportedly part of June's PS Plus update. Plus, Star Wars Squadrons and Operation Tango. Uh, Virtual Fighter Five is yet to be announced for PS4. So let's jump into the article. A new version of Virtua Fighter 5 will reportedly be released next month at no additional cost to PlayStation Plus subscribers. According to Area Jugones, I don't know how to say that. It's Spanish, though. It even says that. A Spanish site which uh, uh, which has reported accurate PS Plus leaks in the past, Virtua Fighter Ultimate Showdown will be one of three PS Plus titles planned for June, alongside EA Star Wars Squadrons and PS5 Spy Adventure 
Operation Tango. Uh, banner and icon art for Virtua Fighter Esports was published on the Japanese network earlier this month with the name Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown, which matches a listing published on South Korea's games rating board's website. Uh, Sega is yet to officially reveal its Virtua Fighter X Esports project uh, in a, actually, Sega is set to officially reveal its Virtua Fighter X esports project in a Japanese live stream on Thursday, May the 27th. So that's this Thursday. Ultimate Showdown would mark the first standalone release for Virtua Fighter 5 on last gen consoles. Sega's fighting series hasn't seen a mainline installment since 2010's Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown, which was eventually re released for Xbox 360 and PS3 in 2012 and later made available via a minigame in 2016's Yakuza 6, The Song of Life for PS4. Um, do you know what? We could stop there. We could stop there. We don't need to go to all the rest of the stuff, but Virtual Fighter 5 could be coming back. Uh, and free to all PS Plus users in the PS Plus update for June, as well as Star Wars Squadrons and Operation Tango. Do you like some free games, babe? I do, but I can't remember the last time I played a Virtual Fighter game. I don't think I've ever played Virtual Fighter f that at all. That's not in a in an arcade. I genuinely think I've only ever yeah. played Virtual Fighter on on sticks in an arcade. Drop a quid in, smash your mate, jobs are good and pow. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's, it, it might not be Friday, but it's a free game day. So, um, well, it's not until the, when does it come out? First of first of June. Yeah, because that's the Tuesday, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, I probably will give this a download and give it a try. Um, interested to see what it's on 20 years on from when I've probably last played it on a Dreamcast somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars Squadrons. Can't, can't uh, turn your nose up at that. I mean, hasn't that been free somewhere already or something? It's on Games Pass, isn't it? Is that what it is? Okay. And I think yeah. I, I get it through EA Play, although I haven't played it because I just don't want to play it. It's like, I know it's VR enabled and I just do not want to touch it until we're back in the office and I can stick the PSVR on and go, yes, there we go. Yeah. That is Star Wars Squadrons. If I'm sat in a TIE fighter or uh, an X-Wing flying around in space, then I absolutely want to be able to turn my head and, and check out my my homie in his little X-wing alongside me or whatever. I want to do that with a VR headset, not just just on on the sticks. So nice to have it though. So I mean, I do have EA Play, but if that drops off in six months' time or whatever it is, then do you know I'll keep Star Wars Squadrons and we can do that because I'll get the PSVR two or whatever it is next year, maybe ish. I don't know. Operation yeah. Tango. I do not know what that one was. Did did it say in the article what Operation Tango was? Um... Spy Adventure Operation Tango. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know what it is. Doesn't give you any detail in the article either, but there you go. Those are your three free games in June's <clears throat> PlayStation Plus update. Virtual Fight 5, Star Wars Squadrons, and Operation Tango. So fill your boots. Tito says, but it's not Friday. Uh, like Baby said, nope, not free, but, but it's out today. By the time we get to Friday, it'll be old news. So, so we thought we'd share it today. Although we will probably have an update on Friday because... Um, whilst NBA 2K21, by the way, I downloaded that yesterday. I did tweet out from the Ice Cream Affords account yesterday. Make sure you get NBA 2K21. It's there now. Grab it now. It's free. Uh, if you're not going to play it right now, well, you get it and keep it. Job's good and it's there. Go play whenever you need it. Um, but make sure you get it before Thursday evening, UK time. That's when it drops out the, the Epic Game Store, which does mean, though, that we will have more free games to discuss on Friday morning. So we will still have Free Game Friday. We just thought we'd throw in Free Game Tuesday. Why not? Uh, we need something that begins yeah. with T that means free. So, like, <laughs> Free Game Tuesday. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I played the shiz out of Virtual Fighter 1 back in the day, says Lake. 
Um, I'd played plenty of virtual fighter slash fighters, but don't really remember which because I, I was always Tekken. Virtual Fighter was was the blockier Tekken. Tekken was always the one for me, or Street Fighter. Um, and Virtual Fighter was just the one that I played when I was out. The other ones I played at home. Uh, that was always the one that I played on someone else's console when they had it or in an arcade. So, yeah, it's nice to see it back, though. I, is this... <clears throat> well, before, I don't want to spend too long on this because we're going to wrap things up now, but is this another one of those Tony Hawk conversations? Has has it had its day? Is Virtual Fighter 5 coming back and doing anything to capture the hearts and minds of people? Or is it is it... Is it entering a landscape that has moved on significantly since it was last there? Virtual Fighter Five in all the arcades was wonderful, but Mortal Kombat has Arnold Schwarzenegger it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It has the Predator in it. It's had the yeah. Alien Xenomorph in it, and all of that jazz. And Robocop as well, I believe. I think I can't quite remember. Um, all of those crossovers that have been in there that are outside of the video game genre. It's expanded. It's built itself up to be something much, much bigger and significant than it is. How can Virtual Fighter contest with that? Street Fighter has had some of the uh, most incredible gameplay. They've fine-tuned everything over years and years and years, and, and and you can see it. I mean, that's the reason why it's one of the most competitive games at... I've completely forgotten the name of the uh, the fighting event that PlayStation have just bought. Evo. Evo. So plus, uh, Street Fighter is a, is a mainstay Evo. Could Virtua Fighter jump in and prize the casual audience that Mortal Kombat has? I'm, that's, I know it's unfair to Mortal Kombat in general, but just give me stick with it. The casual audience that Mortal Kombat has or the hardcore fighting audience that Street Fighter has, how does Virtua Fighter 5 jump in and separate those? It's going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, Enzo says, I'll take a peek at it. I've always just seen the cash and thought, nope, not for me. Um... Oh, actually, we're talking about Stargate. Okay, Stargate, the movie is still good. Now, never got into the TV series. The movie is the winner every time. Uh, David says, the TV series is good as well. It was at one point the longest-running US sci-fi TV series, and its spin-off Atlantis is where Jason Momoa started to get noticed. I did not know he was in Stargate Atlantis. There you go. I, I did watch a lot of Stargate. I mean, Stargate TV series is actually very good. Um, Virtual Fire, I always thought, was interesting because of the camera angles. Uh, that was a big leap in fighting games in its day. Yeah, it's just he just kind of dropped off as as well as Sega did kind of in general. But uh so I'll tend to drop off now. Thank you everyone for sticking around for the full show. This is the second scoop of the week. We do have three more coming. We do do this each and every single weekday on twitch.tv four slash astronauts at 10 a.m. ish. So do come back for more tomorrow. We are done for the day. So we're gonna find someone to raid. So stick around. You'll get yourself a few extra channel points uh, for doing so. Not only do you get extra channel points for yourself, those are the little things in the bottom corner. We call them sprinkles. Um Pro segue. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Not only do you get yourself a few extra sprinkles, but if we read someone else, we make someone else's day. We we give them a few extra viewers. We say hello to them, and it's there's very few things as lovely as as a raid when you're a Twitch streamer. So it's nice to drop a raid on someone else and give them a little bit of support. So stick around for that. Like I said, no gameplay today, but we will have some more of that for you tomorrow. Before all of that happens, though, Mister Bib, is there anything you'd like yeah. to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us here on Tuesday. And thank you very much for submitting your articles. We very much appreciate it. But if you want to help shape our show, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Or get us in our Discord. There is an area over there for you called The Scoop. All we need from you is a URL plus your fast impressions. We will then give you our fast impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Uh, that's going to be at 10 a.m. Ish. ish 10 a.m ish we'll see you at 10 a.m ish
So yeah, there you go. Best way is to just follow the channel. If you're here now and you haven't done it already, hit follow. You get notified when we go live. So if it's 10 a.m., oh, you know. If it's 10.30, which is 10 a.m.-ish, you know. Mm -hmm. If it's quarter past 11, kind of like it was today, then you'll still know. So make sure you hit follow on the channel. That way you do get notified. So stick around for the raid. We'll pass on some love to someone else. But from us at Ice Cream Uploads, have yourselves a lovely day. And remember, stay, stay frosty. frosty.